You're listening to episode 47 of This Thing of Ours podcast. All right, folks, welcome or welcome back to This Thing of Ours podcast. Where we talk about all of life's highs and lows. And everything in between. How you doing? What is new? Wait, first... My new outfit that I'm wearing is actually from Sheen. Yes. So I have to do a little product shout out of the week Mm -hmm. is Sheen. I actually, or Shine, I've heard many people pronounce that very differently. I think it's Sheen. You think it's Sheen? I think so. But I always thought, you know, their clothing was kind of cheapy made or whatever. Because the prices are decent. I know. But it's actually not that bad. I actually really like it. I'm wearing Mm -hmm. like a one-piece outfit. It's a little crop top here. Um, I'm short, so all the short girls with short mid-frames, y'all know what it's (laughs) like to wear a um, crop top. I feel like Winnie the Pooh almost. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) The belly exposed? Listen. (laughs) Listen. I never said anything about a belly, Oh, you're saying Winnie the Pooh. Listen. He wears that red shirt and then his belly is just all exposed. Anyways, if Winnie the Pooh can wear a crop top, your girl can wear a crop top too, okay? <laughs> Let me live my best life. I did not say it. You said it. You I, compared yourself to him. That doesn't mean, doesn't mean you have to, you know... Elaborate. Exactly. Never say anything about a belly. <laughs> Damn. Anyway. Um, yeah, no, I ordered um, three pairs of pants as well. Mm-hmm um like dress pants sort of uh for work right and they're actually decent actually got the first day that i wore them i wore the black pair yo i got so many compliments like from clients coming in from people i worked with telling me oh i like your pants nice pants by the way they look really good on you though i was like shit these things only cost me 28 (laughs) dollars All right. <laughs> you know, I was actually super excited. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, like they're they're a little bit thin. I find the material is a little bit thin. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how long they're going to last before, you know, they end up getting a little hole in them after washing them too many times or, you know, we'll see in the future. But for now, I think they're really good. Yeah. I know. I even like, I like what you bought me. Yeah. Yeah, Curtis actually picked this out, and it was yep. really nice. Yeah, it's like, like a said, full, it's a full set pants, crop top, and then the the over yeah overcoat or overshirt. I'll or put whatever a picture of what the outfit actually is on Sheen if you guys are interested in it. It's not a um, sponsorship; yep. it's just something that you know we've been trying new things, and yep. this is just one of them. So this is, I really like it. And mm-hmm. I've heard many people talk about this company. Yep. Um, and I've been on their website a lot. It's just never really push myself to buy anything because i'm not a big shopper online because i hate when i buy something and i don't know if it's gonna fit so i just never buy anything i just <laughs> i just wait till my sister wants to you know do a like, closet clean out and then i go shopping in they there. have a size chart on most clothing websites right mm-hmm. so you can see and you can kind of compare like and that's how i was able to find pants i found three pants that actually fit perfectly because the size chart oh you actually use that yeah of course i do i've never used a size shot size yeah chart, that's chart. why it's there <laughs> that's why it's there like the one pair mm-hmm. the waist is 33 then the other pair the waist is actually 34 because they're made differently mm-hmm. but if you look at the size chart you can see that they're made differently okay so i had to go up one mm-hmm. um in order for that one to actually fit properly 
Yeah, even the length was good on you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so shout out to Sheen. That's our yep. little product uh, shadow of the week. Yeah, so what's new in your lives, y'all? How's y'all doing? Mm-hmm. How has your week been going? I mean, we have some news for this week. Uh, something happened this week. I mean, not necessarily to me, kind of to me because I'm involved. Mm-hmm. But mainly, Amelia was asked to be. I was asked to be a godparent. <laughs> I had to cut you off. Yeah, I went to do okay. the announcement. <laughs> that's okay. That's okay. But yes, Amelia was asked to be a godmother. Why then you must be your fairy godmother? Of course. So. I that- haven't said yes and I haven't said no yet. There's a lot of things I've been thinking about this week mm-hmm. about the role of a godparent. Yep. It's it just is. not the title. There's more. To there it. has to be more. Mm-hmm. It's not just it's because you had a child. You just say, okay, well, now I need to pick someone to be a godparent. No, mm-hmm. there, there's more to it. There's got to be more to it. Mm-hmm. And for the person that's assuming that role, what is the responsibility? And are you ready for that responsibility? Yeah. yeah. And then as the parent, you need to think of questions like, is this who, person good? <laughs> yes. Who do I actually want to be yeah. the godparent of my child? Like, And again, what are their roles? Mm-hmm. It's not just a title. Yeah. It can't just be a title. See, I would never... I don't think I would have ever been offended if I was never asked to be a godparent because I know I'm going to be the aunt, right? Yeah. I'm, already, I'm already their aunt. And growing up, I have... I have an amazing aunt in my life. You know, she always took me to church. She always brought me out to dinner. She raised me as if I was her own child. She raised me as if, you know, she was my mother. She was the godmother. Um, the godmother. She raised me as if she was my grandmother. Like, she took on so many roles. So when I finally got, you know, the opportunity to be an auntie, I was like, <laughs> oh, my gosh. So I already knew what to do. And I kind of knew... I already had a role model on what I was going to be like, you know, as an aunt. But as a godmother, I don't really know that because I don't really know my godparents. Do you know who your godparents are? Yeah, I I do know who they are. Like, I know my, like, I was now a little bit older, right? Mm -hmm. Um, So I can speak on how my aunt was with my brother. And I know that she took him in a lot. Like, he would stay there for the weekend, just hang out with with her and my uncle um my uncle he liked cars my brother liked cars so they were even though he wasn't my brother's godfather um because she was his godmother Mm -hmm. right they both assumed the godparent role yeah but they're also just auntie and uncle well yeah like taking on those roles as well yes but they had extra responsibility and they they did more Mm. than I guess our other aunts and uncles because they assumed that responsibility mm-hmm. when they said yes to being the godparent, right? So they they brought him in uh, more than me, I guess, and maybe I, it's because I was a little bit older now. But um, he went over there, stayed there a lot, and hung out with them and did things with them, mm-hmm. and they brought him around. And um, my uncle brought him to like little car events and like the little meetups on Sunday nights that they do yeah. at parking lots and di- different things like that. Right. Um, he'd bring him for car rides in his Trans Am that he had. Mm-hmm. So you're mentioning all these cars. Like I know <laughs> what these cars are. <laughs> Some of them probably know the cars, but anyway, um, 
but yeah, they, they, they did things and I'm sure like they helped teach him certain things, mm-hmm. um, that maybe he may not have learned from the, like my, my parents or they just helped in some sort of way to raise him. As a godparent, are you just involved until that child turns 13 or 17 or whatever? Mm-hmm. Because then you're no longer like looked at as like they're they're now becoming it their own adult and yeah. you don't need to really be there anymore. Mm-hmm. Or should you still stay involved? And I think you should be because as a parent, regardless of your if your kid is now grown, you're still their parent. Mm-hmm. And I think the godparent should do the same thing. The godparent should still be someone that they can look to for guidance and yeah. for advice and different things. And they should want to ask them and feel comfortable mm-hmm. asking that person. I am curious to know what are the roles of a godmother, mm-hmm. you know, or just a godparent in general. Hey, Google, why do we pick godparents? According to the Church of England, godparents will be people who will be in touch with your family for many years to come. They may be relatives or friends of the family. They'll be people who you know you can trust and who will be there for your child to talk about the bigger questions in life. Questions about faith, hope, and love. Okay. That that was actually a really good definition, I think. Yeah. Faith, hope, and love. Hey, Google, what are the roles of a godmother? According to Britannica... Even when the parents provide their child with a religious upbringing, a godparent serves to encourage the child's spiritual growth over time and stands as an example of another adult with maturity in the faith. Hmm. Hmm. Hey, Google, what makes a good godmother? According to Simply Catholic, first and foremost, a godparent must be a person of deep faith. His or her responsibility is to help assist in developing and establishing faith in another, so it is essential that he or she understands Catholic teaching and lives the faith on a deep, personal, daily basis. So is it just Catholic that does godparents? I don't know. Was... That, based on that, both definitions, she mm-hmm. said only Catholic. I don't know if it's in other religions. I actually don't know. Let me know if it is. Yeah. If you guys know if... And if you are involved in another religion mm-hmm. and instead of Catholic, uh, you guys also have godparents. And is that something that you, you do in your, uh, your faith and your religion? Yeah. I'm actually curious. Well, I found here on this website, um, five ways to be a fantastic godmother. I was actually looking this up because, you know, I don't, I don't have that type of role model, right? Other than my aunt. Yeah. Like you have your aunt as a role model, but mm-hmm. you don't have... I don't the experience know what, yeah. of a god parent and what their role is. Yeah, like are they just a family friend? I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, so here's five ways to be a fantastic godmother. If you're interested and you're like me and you don't know what you're mm-hmm. supposed to do. So one is be the fun aunt. I think I'm already <laughs> the fun aunt. Um, definitely with my niece. Second is make time together a priority. The next one is keep connected even if miles separate you. You know, maybe the possibility of us moving far, far, farther away from them, right? Yeah. And then we lose connection over time. And then you end up being that family member. I don't want to be like that. Yeah. You know, like I want to be present and I want to see them and I want to, you know, just have them look forward to me every mm. single time. Yeah. 
because that strengthens a relationship. You know, you actually feel like that person cares about you. Yep. You know what I mean? And the next one is cards and gifts are part of the connection with God p- children. I already spoil. I think <laughs> I spoil them enough <laughs> when I can afford <laughs> my niece and nephew. Yeah. yeah. And there's so many things that, you know, I will, I always say, oh, Chris, we should buy this for them. This is so cute. Yeah. You know, so that is, I don't want to say, I, I feel like that's a part of money, but you like, there's more to it than just throwing yeah. money at them because you can't see them. Yeah. Any friend or family member can buy them gifts and they will on birthdays and things. But I, yeah, I think financially is like the lowest part of it. I think it's more of the like role model Mm -hmm. and someone that they can look to for guidance in life asking someone to be a godparent i think there should be more thought into it Mm -hmm. like who do you think will actually stay involved and take that responsibility Mm -hmm. and actually raise them as if they're their own child yes i think that is the main question you need to ask yourself Mm -hmm. Because I don't want to choose, like, just because they're a relative and related to them, I'm going to choose them. Like, mm-hmm. that's not what I want. That's that's not what I want someone to choose me for. I want them to choose me because they're like, I see this and this in you, and I think you'd be an excellent godmother. Yeah, a role model. Yes. Like, you, I want my child to learn things from you. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I think that's kind of what a godparent should be, like. Raise them as if they are your child. Yes, you won't be there every single day, but as much as you can. Mm-hmm. And you want them to treat you as such too. Like they're excited to see you mm-hmm. just as if they're excited to see their own parents. Yeah. Right? Like you're excited to see your aunt. It sounds awesome to have like <laughs> a, that type of responsibility to know that, you know, someone else trusts you uh, to, you know, help mentor your child but in the same in the same round it's like well what can i do to be the get the best godparent out Mm -hmm. there you know for another person's child it makes me think like is it just like a social thing to say you have a godparent like you have to have it Mm -hmm. in order to get baptized or can you just get baptized without godparents because i don't know my godparents i don't know who my godmother is i don't know who my godfather is and growing up i did see like people who weren't technically like blood relatives they would come around okay so like i kind of just assumed they were just family friends i mean they could have been my godparents but i just never i felt like they never took that role right so growing up i never knew what a godparent was supposed to be what are they supposed to do and like i said now that i'm in that situation it's like what can i do now to be actively involved right in this child's life yeah yeah, if i decide to do it yeah 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 because i don't want to be i don't want to have that role and then not do what i'm supposed to do because I don't think that's fair not to me and I don't think that's fair to the child either or the parent that chose you yes because like I said that's that's a huge responsibility Mm. I knew that part of what godparents was you know something happened you're supposed to go to that person Mm. but really and truly I always thought in my back of my mind like if anything did happen to my parents when I was younger I was praying that I'd go to my aunt's (laughs) that that I was like please just send me (laughs) send me to my aunt's house because she was the one I trusted the most and I still trust her the most till this day you know and 
if I did have godparents, were they were never around me to make me feel like I can trust them with my life. Mm-hmm. Like I would be so happy to come to your house. Yeah, yeah. If something ever did happen. But see if they were around more and made themselves known to me mm-hmm. even growing up like even now, right? Like I feel like God forbid something did happen to my parents, the only person I want to say I would probably lean on would would be my aunt because she was there even to this day for me mm-hmm. growing up. So she's the one who I look to and look up to as a second mother. Yeah. Right. So that's, that's what I mean. Like when you're choosing a godparent, is it, are you choosing it just because, Oh yeah, I trust this person and it's your friend or, you know, your closest person, but is that person going to be close to your child growing yeah, up? Yeah. You know? So I don't think my aunt is actually my, my godmother. I think she's just like my aunt, but she took on those roles, I think, as like a mother, as a aunt, as a grandmother, like just all those all those roles. She took them on. That kind of makes me think like, is godmother just for the title or is it going to be more of a I'm going to be actually physically hands on in this? Mm-hmm. I think that's what it should be. Mm-hmm. But I don't think that's what it has become. I think over the years we've kind of stepped away from what it was supposed to be and what it should be and now it's just something that we do yeah we just okay well now that i have a child i have to pick someone to be the godparent Mm -hmm. if you're choosing um godparents for your children i'm actually curious to know what did you look for and what made you select certain people to be that person in your child's life yeah, and that and that's a good point too because like how do you actually choose who you want to be mm-hmm. like the the godparent of your child, right? Cuz you don't want to choose someone that's just just because they are family. Like do you actually expect them to be involved and to help you mm-hmm. um and to help mentor and raise your child and teach them things mm-hmm. and do things with them and you know yeah just because my aunt like like the role of the god parent what we just heard was to uh encourage their faith mm-hmm. right and lead them into um a spiritual growth mm-hmm. and that's basically what my aunt did you know i didn't go to church with anybody else when i was younger my aunt was always the one every sunday that would pick me up and bring me to okay. church Heard? don't get me wrong you know i'm very excited i actually am but it i just thought about that responsibility do i want that responsibility am i ready for that responsibility mm-hmm. um because it's not just me like i said you know there's gonna be another person yeah there's a baby involved y- now. you you don't want to just take the title for the title yeah like you are you going to actually be able to be in the child's life and do what you think you should be doing mm-hmm and it is something to actually think about. You can't just say, oh, yeah, I, I want to be. Yeah, because it's exciting. It. Yeah. It's, it's a bigger responsibility. I When my sister first told me she was pregnant, right, um, I I was so excited. Like, I was so happy. I still am happy. Um, but I was even more excited to take on the role of my of an aunt because I knew how good of an aunt mm. my auntie actually is. I haven't said yes and I haven't said no. What makes me say no is maybe out of fear. Mm-hmm. 
you know, of maybe of the possibility of because I live far, I won't be able to see them. And then they start treating me like, you know, that family member that you don't really see often that your mom makes you talk to. Tell them I'm not here. <laughs> I never said that, but now we know how Chris feels <laughs> with certain family members. <laughs> not here. Not, not here. <laughs> Just waving at them. No. <laughs> I don't know if you've ever done that to family members. Shame on you. <laughs> I think we've all done it. Not all the time, not every time they call, but certain times when you just don't want to be bothered. Okay, anyways, moving on from that topic and responsibilities of being a god uh, mother or a godfather, I saw on Disney Plus that they remade the movie White Men Can't Jump. I'm actually kind of tired of all these remakes. I am not going to lie. I'm really tired of them remaking all these good classic movies. Honestly, I don't even know if I watched the first one. You never saw the first one? I don't think so. I think they just remade it. There's no like part two or anything. It just says white men can't. Well, yeah, that's what I mean. Like the original. I, I don't even know if I've ever watched it. Oh, wow. I have it on DVD. Yeah, I'm actually really tired of them remaking all these movies. I just feel like are people running out of ideas? It's possible. I, I, it's a, no, that's impossible. No, no, they're not running out of ideas. I think they're just trying to modernize some of these movies that were classics. We're going to go see uh, Little Mermaid. I'm really excited to see that one. Mm -hmm. It looks really good. She has the voice of Little Mermaid, and I'm so excited to actually see her. She's so beautiful, and I'm actually really excited for her to play that part. It looks really good. Flounder looks a little bit weird. That's the only thing. <laughs> I'm like a little like, whoa, what happened to Flounder? But is that actually what he looks like? That type is of fish flounder? in real life? Flounder? Flounder. Flounder. I don't know. What's the, what's the, the fish name? I'm pretty sure it's <laughs> Flounder. I don't know. And then Sebastian. But we expect Sebastian to look like that because he's a crab. Yeah. <laughs> I've got to find it. Flounder fish. Oh, shoot. Yeah, it is Flounder Fish from Little Mermaid. It's called Flounder. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, they actually look like that. Honestly, Disney really lied to me, bro. Like, I used to think the fish would actually look like Flounder. Like, the way Flounder looks like in the cartoon, I thought that's what he would look like. You know, Flounder's chubby. He's cute. I think you learned a lot of things from Disney. What did you guys learn from Disney that you realized that it's impossible to actually do in <laughs> real life? Like to have 101 Dalmatians. It's not impossible. It's not impossible, but I better be like a trillionaire. <laughs> you know what dog food costs? <laughs> <laughs> but to actually give birth to that many, I don't think that's ever happened. What? 101 Dalmatians? Yeah. No, they didn't actually give birth to 100, 101 Dalmatians. Then what happened? I don't remember. They they gave birth to a lot, but they eventually found 101 Dalmatians because Cruella had uh, a whole bunch of yeah, dogs. Yeah, 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 yeah. Dalmatian I dogs. I remember that. You don't remember. We need to watch no, the movie. I, I remember. <laughs> they gave birth to a bunch, but then, yes, she stole them. Yeah. And then put them with the other ones mm -hmm. that she already had, and there ended up being 101. Yes. At the end, yes. yes I remember. You don't remember. <laughs> We're going to have to watch this movie. But yeah, that's just something that kind of came across my mind, too. I think my parents did a pretty good job of telling me that movies were just movies. I can listen to a really good crime podcast. Like, I love Crime Junkie, but I cannot watch those horror movies. 
even though they're just movies and they're not real, like um, mm. it, that clown movie. I'm not afraid mm. of clowns, but it's just something I can't watch. I don't know why, but I, I can sit there and listen to like at one o'clock at night, walking trumpet to a good crime podcast, which is actually real, which yeah. actually really <laughs> happened, but yet you can't watch something that you know is made up. Let me know if you're the same out there. <laughs> it makes no sense. Makes yeah, because no you, you can watch a horror movie. I, I can't. Yeah, I, I'm not sitting there watching that. Like see, Saw, like, I saw the first Saw, and I said I am never watching another Saw movie again. See, those are a little different. Those are thrillers, right? No, horror, it's a horror movie. It's a horror thriller, but like... When I think of a horror movie, I'm thinking of something like, um, I don't know, something that will like actually scare you, not like something that's... Saw didn't scare you? No, that's just like gory. Like, that's like a thriller mystery type movie. Mystery? What was mystery about that? You didn't know who he was. You still don't know who he is, I'm pretty sure. Um, you know what's even scarier though the ones that say this is based on a true story <laughs> <laughs> as soon as i see that i'm turning that movie off no, yeah. i hate when they save it for the end all right so my last segment that i have because i had a couple of things that kind of triggered me throughout this week what is the weirdest concoction you tried this week or in general hmm the weirdest mm -hmm. um i don't know i didn't really try nothing new this week i don't think yeah you did what did i try you tried the lays in the oh and yeah, the ice yeah, cream. Yeah, yeah he didn't believe me that lays plain lays chips and ice cream go hand in hand it was okay it was so good it was okay uh you know johnny yeah yeah so he used to bring Peanut butter and jam sandwiches. Okay. And he put Lay's chips in between. What? Okay, first of all, I never had a peanut butter and... What's the other one? Jam. No. I'd never had a peanut butter and jam sandwich. Yeah. Is that even good? It's delicious. Like, yeah. I get everyone makes a song out of, out of it. I think it was on Family Guy or whatever, peanut but I've never... Cans, peanut butter jelly Please cans. stop. <laughs> that show annoys me. But I, I never had peanut butter and jelly. They're... It wasn't originally from Family Guy. You know that, right? That song? Yeah. Where is it from? It was actually, I don't know, something on the internet that just went viral. It was like a, an actual banana with arms mm. and he was just dancing. What does a peanut butter, jelly, and banana have to do with anything? I have no idea. I have no idea. But anyway, yeah, it was something that went viral. This on, had to have been like a 2007 YouTube it was, <laughs> time. Oh, it was, yeah, it was maybe even before that. I think okay. it was before that Family Guy made fun of it and they dressed up Brian as the banana. Okay. Yeah, no, I never had peanut butter and jelly. I never even tried, what is it, Nutella? Nutella, yeah. yeah I've never tried Nutella ever or hazelnut peanut butter or whatever rock. it's called. One of the concoctions that I've tried so far was um, mayo and ketchup. And that was delicious. You just pour a little bit of ketchup into the mayo and you eat your fries or you put it on your burger. I've never had, growing up, I never ate mayo. Like, it was something I thought was so disgusting. I thought black people do not eat mayo. And that was something you learned from another movie? Yes, it was, actually. <laughs> what was that movie? New Guy. <laughs> no, no, it wasn't New Guy. What was it? It was uh, Undercover Brother. Was it? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, Undercover Brother, 
he uh, he ended up hanging out with this white girl that mm-hmm. like made him a sandwich with mayo, and he had to like had a watch, and he sprayed hot sauce into it. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. <laughs> these movies man i'm telling you oh well i always growing up, i honestly <laughs> i never knew black people ate mayo i just didn't think it was a thing yeah he like hid he like hid on the side and like tried to spray the hot sauce into it and mm-hmm. then i think he wasn't able to actually get it in there so then he um he like really tried to like force himself to eat it but then later on if i remember correctly he ended up liking it he ended up like, I don't know. I thought mayo was nasty, but it's actually not. It's actually pretty good. I can't, I will never eat it just like that, but it, it has to be on something. But so, I mix my ketchup with mayo now, and it's so good. Mm. Yeah, mayo's like eggs and vinegar and. Oh, it's eggs. Yeah. It doesn't taste like eggs though. I know because of the vinegar. Mm. I think there, there's obviously probably some other stuff in it, but. Yeah, I never knew mayo was eggs. Yep. <laughs> I don't know if I want to continue eating it. <laughs> yep. I hate the smell of eggs. Like I don't mind eating them, but I cannot stand the smell of it. It just lingers way too long in the house. But anyways, what is the weirdest concoction concoction you've tried or you've seen someone eat? And you're like, that's just straight up nasty. But then you try and you're like, that's actually delicious. Yeah. Like now I'm gonna eat that from now on. Mm-hmm. Like. Pickles and cheese. I've never tried pickle and cheese. Pickles and cheese is delicious. I just feel like it cancels each other nope. out. Nope. It's actually really good. I never thought it would have been until I tried it. All right. So that's it for this podcast. Uh, let us know what you guys think. Um, the Do you guys have godparents? Are they active in your life? How have you taken the role of godparents? Mm-hmm. Or do you think it's just a social thing now? So comment in the comment section below. So hit that like button if you like this conversation. Subscribe to the channel. Share this video if you want to. We really hope you do. And come over to Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Spotify. Yes. Uh, If you are on Spotify, Mm -hmm. um, take a look at the bottom. You'll see either a question or a poll. Uh, We always do put one on there every week. Uh, every time we do a podcast so once again we look forward to talking to you next sunday every sunday happy sunday folks and hope your week is great and we'll see you guys in the next one peace